Good morning. It's seven minutes after nine o'clock. Glad to have you with us. Jennifer Bukowski will be with us about 90 minutes from now with a slew of topics that she wants to get to. Uh, and those uh, topics include Trump's Mar-a-Lago misery inside his sad life. We'll find out what she has uncovered. Uh, will the Uvalde shooting prompt Texas to finally close the police secrecy loophole? What is it? Well, we're going to have to wait until she gets on board. And what do they want to prosecute Fauci for exactly? But we start the program off this morning talking about spending. And for a whole host of reasons. First, every time we go up a trillion dollars... I ask a magic question about how long at a, at a million dollars a day it would take to pay off the debt. And the last uh, the last trillion, which brought us up to 31, uh, was something in excess of uh, 80,000 uh, years. That's what it would take to pay off the debt at a million dollars a day. But it seems to be shorter and shorter the distance between trillions in spending. We are right now, and it wasn't just, it, it was just a short time ago, we, we crested into $31 trillion. We're now at $31,444,000,000,000. So we're almost halfway up to the next trillion dollars. It just took a couple of months. I mean, it's incredible. And the deeper the debt, the faster you go into debt. Uh, the higher interest rates mean more of the money that the government uses to service the debt is going to servicing the debt and not to national defense and other uh, other uh, targets. So we're we're going down fast here, and it's getting ugly. Congress just supersized a key part of the Pentagon's diversity budget, so some of that money that we don't have is being spent on diversity in the military. Um, a bipartisan provision in the uh, defense bill, uh, $131.7 for expanding research capacity at places of higher education with outsized minority enrollment, nearly twice the amount of money invested in 2022. Uh, that, but the list goes on and on. Wall Street Journal says lawmakers uh, early uh, this morning unveiled a spending bill for fiscal 2023 as they raced to pass the measure by the end of the week in the last act of the Democrat-controlled Congress. The bill is the product of months of behind-the-scenes haggling and carries an additional $44.9 billion to support the war in Ukraine, $40.6 billion for disasters like drought and hurricanes, as well as special money earmarked for projects in lawmakers' home district. Uh, it includes... Policy provisions like updating the 1887 Electoral Count Act to make it harder to block certification of a presidential election and avoid a repeat of the January 6th deal. Uh, $858 billion in military spending, $45 billion more than President Biden had requested, and up about 10% from $782 billion the prior year. Uh, it also includes $772.5 billion in non-defense discretionary spending, up about 6% from $730 billion a year ago. Congress has to pass this package through both chambers before the expiration of an interim uh, funding bill 
that runs through December 23rd. So you're not going to get to see exactly what's in everything. And this is this is going to get tinkered with, and it's going to be very, very expensive. There is something wrong with the way they're doing this. They're just spending like crazy. It's almost, in fact, it is, it's insulting. They're destroying the country right before your very eyes. By the way, there were only five Republican senators that voted against the $858 billion defense budget. Just five. That's it. That's disappointing. They're supposed to be the party of smaller government. Uh, but uh, you can look at Josh Hawley here in Missouri. Mike Braun in uh, Indiana. Mike Lee in Utah. Cynthia Loomis in Wyoming. And Rand Paul in Kentucky. Congratulations to them. They had the testicular fortitude to say, even though we believe in a strong national defense, this is outrageous. How absolutely crazy this spending is. I just want you to be aware of this because they are doing this to you. Democrats and Republicans are doing this to you. They're doing it to your country. They're doing it to your children and grandchildren. Just think that $31.5 trillion debt. Look how quickly it's gone as far as it. I mean, literally, it was just a couple of months ago. But that's all right. We'll just, we'll just keep doing what we always do. We'll just keep voting in the same people and expect somehow it's going to be better. Unbelievable. All right, 874-9390, toll-free number is 800-529-5572. I wish that I had time um, to get her voice and play this for you, but regular listeners of the program will recognize uh, a caller named Shirley that uh, always calls up. Just She's got the sweetest voice, or she had the sweetest voice, um, and she was just... She's a, a, a remarkable uh, gal, and uh, we always loved hearing from her. I got a message uh, from uh, her cousin. said, good morning, Gary. I'm a daily listener of your morning radio program on KWOS. My first cousin, Shirley, often called in, voicing her comments and feelings on various topics of the day. She passed away on December 16th. As you and John Marsh, people in Springfield will recognize John as uh, the great news guy that he is. Uh, could tell in her voice there was not a more gentle and kind spirit in this troubled world. Uh, she believed that all evil could be conquered through prayer. And that was her constant message of hope. Uh, so she just passed away. I got a lot of regular uh, callers, and uh, some of them are, well, just gentler than others. And her spirit was. I hope her passing was peaceful. Uh, and uh, I hope all of her belief in God uh, is validated 
and uh, to her family, uh, we we really do, uh, we really do miss her, and uh, we uh, we offer up our prayers. Uh, on to uh, other topics, including irritating things. It sounds like a strange topic, I know, but we'll make it all make sense in just a few minutes. On the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 19 minutes after 9 o'clock. Glad to have you with us. Brian, you want to tell... Uh, let me do this. Um, those of you listening in Springfield, uh, we uh, we have a, a... Well, actually, they know Randy Tobler, don't they, in Springfield? Uh, they do not. They're not... All right. Well, they could be. I'm not sure. Randy Tobler is a talk show host that's heard on my home station here in Columbia... And on KWOS in uh, Jefferson City. And yesterday at 5 o'clock, in the 5 o'clock hour, uh, he had a guest on, uh, a legislator that was, well, a gun control advocate. And apparently it got to be a fun experience for uh, Randy and uh, several callers who apparently... Uh, had this uh, this gun debate, and just as I understand it, eviscerated uh, the gun grabber. If you'd like to listen to that audio, then um, and we may do parts. You know, uh, Brian, it might be fun to throw that into Gary on guns uh, one of these weekends. Yeah, we could do that for sure. But if you want to hear um, a desperate gun grabber going down in flames. Uh, Go to 939theeagle.com and uh, get Randy Tobler's 5 o'clock Monday hour and listen to it. Uh, it's just it's just fun to see something like that happen. Oh, Lord. I was going to call, but I figured, nah, Randy's got enough Second Amendment supporters. And he did, including several from the Gary on Guns show who called in. So give it a listen. It'll be fun. Uh, you watch uh, watch a gun grabber going down in flames. What a what a great day that is! And 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 when he was when uh, Brian when when all of those facts came out that re that uh, pretty much devastated his argument, he right away said, "Wow, I was wrong, huh?" Uh, no, that didn't happen. It seemed like uh, he just wanted to say, "Then something has to be done with the current gun." death violence problem that we have here in America. So he didn't want to hear? It, uh, I don't want to say he didn't want to hear. He listened, but I don't think it really resonated with him. <sighs> Something has to be done. So we'll just, you know, make this little change and yeah, this when that doesn't it. work, we'll, we'll go again. And in spite of the fact that it might kill more people, well, never mind that. That's just... All right, listen, we're going to move on. But if you want to hear that, uh, you got to look at uh, uh, 939theeagle.com. Uh, podcasts and yeah, podcast Randy Tobler. In the 5 o'clock hour. Um, it was supposed to be a short interview. It went on, I guess, for an hour. And that's, that's taking a beating there. <laughs> uh, all right, so apparently uh, there was a, a little Q&A between the Bidens. Uh, Jill Biden uh, talked about one bad habit that she'd like her husband to fix. 
And it occurred to Brian, because this is Brian's idea. I would never agree <laughs> oh, to do no, something I'm like sure this. Oh, no, I'm sure you would not. Uh-uh. No, no, no. I would never agree to do something like this. <laughs> but Brian forced my hand, so I will do this. You're in a long-term relationship with somebody. Uh, could be a spouse. Who knows? And they have one particularly particularly that's a new word you can use it but it's easier to use the old word. how do you spell it 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 okay thank that's you. how you spell it uh if they <laughs> they may have one particularly um annoying habit and you 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 don't uh, you don't tell them <laughs> You, you just sort of put up with it, but you wish they would change. Or maybe you have told them, and it still continues to go on. Yeah, so... And you just tolerate it. Give us a call. See, here's the problem with this, Brian. Um, some people are going to be afraid to call. <laughs> what if my sec- you know, what if my significant other is listening? But then they'll learn something. So... Give us a call, 874-9390 or 800-529-5572. Let me ask you something. If you did something that you knew annoyed your significant other, wouldn't you want to know about it? Yeah, I would want to know about it. I'm not sure. Um, You know, in some cases, maybe you don't do anything anyway. It's like, you know what? That's your problem. (laughs) Uh, In other cases, it might be, well, gee, I didn't know I was doing that. So uh, give us a call and tell us what one thing your significant other does that you find annoying. 874-9390 or 800-529-5572. Or go to GaryNolan.com and send me a message. (laughs) I imagine we're going to get a lot of messages. Don't read my last name. Uh, will Will be the first sentence. Of every one of them, um, for me, it's uh, it's it's Gwen's cat. <laughs> I knew that was coming, I, but you know. But I'm being honest. I despise the cat. I Does mean, she know? I, yeah, she clearly knows. Okay. She has to know. You know, it, she wanted this thing, and I I resisted and resisted, and finally, and I I even told her, you know, because I had a history with uh, someone who had a cat, and I I couldn't, I just can't stand them. I hate him. And she, and I finally acquiesced. I said, all right, go get the cat. Well, she loves the cat, and she knows it annoys me. She knows how much I hate the cat. I'm not going to tell her the cat or me. Um, th- that's certainly not going to happen. I'm not going to make her make that choice. So I'm stuck with this damn thing. I wish to God she'd... She, and she gets angry at this cat. I mean, the cat really does annoy uh, and I wish she would get rid of the damn thing. You know what? He's a pain in the ass. He costs a lot of money. The house is littered with toys uh, that, you know, he, he, he's he got all these scratching posts, but instead he's ripping apart the upholstery. Get rid of the damn thing. That's That's the annoying thing. Brian, you're next. Before any callers, you got to go next. Okay. Uh, this is kind of easy because uh, it's been a problem for a long time, but what can I say? Uh, she'll say that, hey, I need to go to the 
store and get, let's just use trash bags. Okay. And uh, monogrammed? No, just the regular kind. Oh, okay. Maybe trash bags was the wrong thing to pick, but <laughs> anything, just a one item. We're out of Q-tips or whatever. Okay, see you in a minute. And she's gone for hours, and she comes back with a full car full of stuff. See, she never intended to go get that one little item. She was wanting to go to the store, and she apparently didn't want to tell me that she wanted to go shopping. She just told me we were out of laundry bags or, or trash bags. <laughs> it's just like, wait, couldn't you have told me you want to go shopping for the whole kit and caboodle instead of just one little item that I, I expected? And that's a little annoying. Why is that annoying? She's doing the grocery shopping. Let her go. Well, it's the fact that she didn't tell me that she was going shopping for this many things. She needed to get one thing. That's, you know, the, that's what she left me with. Haven't you ever gone into a store to buy one thing and come out with a toilet? No. No? No. <laughs> I thought I remembered a story where you did that. Oh, that was many, many years ago. And so you have. Denise was with me, and she pointed at it, and it's like, yeah, okay, I suppose. I, You know, I can see this going down in flames, Brian. Uh, you and I are in trouble, but everybody else is hiding. They don't, I don't think they want to do this. Uh, this is like airing your laundry. Uh, but if you do, you got something a spouse does that's annoying, 874-9390. 800 uh, or go to GaryNolan.com and, and send me a message, uh, and um, we'll kind of kick it around. Apparently, uh, what does Biden do? He leaves the uh, night read light. Yeah, he left the nightlight on when he was uh, going to bed, and Jill didn't like that. <sighs> Boy, what a horrible habit that is. Wow. Um. Elon Musk put up his, uh, you know, should I stay in charge of Twitter thing. And the votes came in. Initially, he was uh, he was losing. But apparently, according to the Babylon Bee, the uh, the mail-in votes that came in after that uh, turned <laughs> the election the around. Top. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, I'm reluctant to go to the phones at this point, Brian. What do we we got? About a minute left. Uh, about uh, 35 seconds. Yeah, we callers, uh, if you have the the intestinal fortitude to stick it out and talk about what your significant other does that annoys you, well, you just hang on because we're going to get you up to date with what's going on around town and around the world. Then we'll do that. Jennifer Bukowski is going to be with us. I don't think she's even going to talk about the royal family, Brian. I don't... That's amazing, too. Yeah. Um, let me see if it's on here. Because uh, I was looking forward to my Meghan Markle update. Yes, the Meghan re re not remarkable <laughs> update. All right, So, uh, but we will talk about Mar-a-Lago's uh, misery inside Donald Trump's sad life. And uh, Texas... Whether or not they're going to change a secrecy loophole for law enforcement. Coming up in about an hour on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. <laughs> it's uh, it's nine thirty-five. I've been watching this debt clock, Brian, during the break, um, and it takes 
the federal government about 45 seconds to spend a billion dollars. Oh, my. I, if you've never been to the U.S. Debt Clock, and, and it's called usdebtclock.org, you should go there and watch your money as it gets spent. Uh, I was, it was, it, it's spinning like a, an old slot machine. And I, I thought, well, <clears throat> it cranked over, like right now it's at 929, um, 444, no, let me try that again, 31,444,929,000,000. <laughs> oh, it's million dollars, 45 seconds for a million dollars. Wow. That's, that's some Quick turnover. I would love to have that spitting money into my checking account at that rate. Whew, that would be so much fun. Uh, if you are, in fact, uh, willing to call up and uh, tell us uh, what uh, what is the most annoying thing your significant other does, uh, give us a call, 800-529-5572 or 874-9390. You can also just uh, go to GaryNolan.com and uh, send me a message there. Uh, would you please stop whining about the cat? No kids, no pets, but you claim to have solutions. You're not changing the world. Nothing more than cheap, free entertainment. Well, Drew, if it's entertaining and it's free, what the hell are you complaining about? Good Lord, you, you, some people complain they got hung with a new rope, you know? Uh, let's see. Okay, we get that out of the way. Poor guy. Wants me to change the world. <laughs> From here? Yeah. Um, let's see. There's a couple of other things that I kind of want to get to. Um, Reason Magazine. I love Reason Magazine. Uh, I don't always agree with them, but I very often do. Uh, and they've got some uh, some great points uh, to make. But this one really surprised me. Uh, and this has to do with this fentanyl problem that we have. You know, the fentanyl problem would disappear in its entirety if the government would just legalize drugs. Because there'd be no reason for China to ship fentanyl uh, into the United States. People would would want whatever they want. They'd go to the drugstore and get it, and it would be much safer. Uh, they would quit smuggling it in. People would know what they were getting, and the whole problem would virtually disappear. Uh, but they uh, they start talking about this fentanyl. This Officer Bannock, uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, this uh, officer who apparently was uh, dosed with fentanyl, it's dangerous, uh, not only for you, uh, uh, not only yourself, but others around you. Uh, something as simple as the wind could expose you, and just like that, your life could end. And you probably saw the video. Uh, they they keep giving her, um, um, what is that drug they give uh, drug addicts, Brian? Huh? Narcan. Narcan, yeah, uh, to pull her out of this. Apparently, though, it isn't true. Add this to the pile of many, many examples of police attempting to convince the public that any possible exposure to fentanyl may be deadly. It does not simply pass through the skin when you touch it. As for the claim that the officer might have inhaled it, 
A study from the American College of Medical Toxicology and American Academy of Clinical Toxicology calculated that a person would have to stand next to a massive amount of fentanyl for two and a half hours to feel its effects. In other words, based on what we know about fentanyl exposure, it's extremely unlikely that what we saw was Bannock overdosing from inhaling fentanyl in a gust of wind. Obviously, something happened, possibly a panic attack brought on by all the insistence that any exposure to fentanyl is potentially deadly. Uh, the television station, the local station, did revisit the story Wednesday with a vague, some say, approach, taking note that there is an ongoing debate between law enforcement and some in the medical community who say it's nearly impossible to overdose on fentanyl at crime scenes. This is not a debate. Police keep making claims that medical experts overwhelmingly say are not true. Uh, the local TV station tracked down a doctor who said that it was, in fact, possible that Bannock could have inhaled fentanyl during that short period of exposure and overdosed. Uh, the doctor is not identified and does not appear in the segment. The good news is that people are publicly pushing back on stories like this. Uh, tweets uh, put out by overly credulous journalists are quickly responded to by people who point out the unlikelihood of what happened. And yet the story persists. Perhaps police departments believe that these warnings will discourage people from meddling with drugs. They are the ones that respond to these overdose calls, calls and see the impacts. It's clear this police officer, or these police officers are hoping the footage will serve as a public warning. But when the claims being put forth by the police are easily countered by medical professionals, their efforts are completely undermined and they look less credible. Every time I see one of these stories about uh, fentanyl overdose, I think you've caused this. The government has caused this. They're the ones that made this happen. It's not the police. I, I don't blame the police. Uh, they may have exaggerated. Uh, I don't know. Apparently the medical community doesn't think that this is what, you know, caused this police officer to to fall down. But the fact is we don't have the right to tell people what they can consume. And you're and we're killing our fellow man. We are killing our fellow Americans. With our high and mighty moral about, we don't want you to use drugs, it will affect your brain. Well, that's up to them to decide. That's not up to me. It's not up to you. And look at what police have to go through in order to stop this. They've got to get between somebody who wants to sell a product and somebody who wants to buy a product. Neither one of them are going to rat on the other. So the police have to go in there undercover and pretend to be one or the other, a supplier or a user, in order to catch them breaking these stupid laws that ought not exist. I keep making this connection to the war on alcohol. How many law enforcement officers got killed when we had the prohibition of alcohol. Why do we insist on doing this? Every time I see this fentanyl at the border, I think, well, you idiots, you can stop this.
You can stop this. Government does things it has no business doing. Uh, also, a Big Dairy wants Congress to restore huge tariffs on imported baby formula. Unless Congress takes actions, those tariffs will return on January 1st, and the baby formula shortage hasn't passed. American parents got a painful lesson about the cost of protectionism as huge tariffs on imported baby formula contributed to a national shortage that lasted for months. Now, Congress is being persuaded to make that same mistake all over again. As part of the bill passed uh, by Congress in July, in its all-hands-on-deck approach to the baby formula shortage, tariffs on imported formula were temporarily discarded. But unless Congress takes further action before the end of the year, those 25% tariffs will return. And the American dairy uh, industry wants to make sure that happens. This is protectionism, and, and it's affecting parents who need this. They're trying to feed their infants. Look, I don't want to hurt the dairy industry. I want them to make money. It's good when they make money. But if somebody can make the product for less, and it's the very same product... Why would you why would you want to make the price more expensive? I mean, it's one thing to collect a tax to pay the national debt, it's another to protect an industry. Given that the temporary production shortfall that gripped American families in need of formula earlier this year has abated, we urge Congress to ensure that the unique unilateral tariff benefits end as scheduled at the close of the year. This is the president and CEO of the National Milk Producers Federation. He wants to bring it back. Get rid of it. This is a terrible idea. It's just driving up prices for Americans. The money those parents save by getting a better deal means they've got more money to support, say, local vendors, maybe going out to dinner or buying something locally. Taxation is painful. Unnecessary taxation is evil. 874-9390-800-529-5572. Jennifer Bukowski in about 45 minutes. uh, The uh, miserable life that President Trump is existing in, in his world in Mar-a-Lago. That'll be at about 1035. On the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It is 9.50, and Brian, I'm starting to get a... Well, let me just explain. We, we Earlier in the program, we asked uh, people to give us a response. What is something your spouse does that you find incredibly annoying? Uh, the most annoying thing. So I get a message from Anna. Ex used to go hunting, no bath for a week. Uh, gut fish, too, but as soon as... Uh, he walked in the door, leave a trail of dirty clothes uh, from the door to the bathroom. Paula, husband chews tobacco, just gross. Uh, the women are calling, uh-huh. or at least sending me messages about the annoying things we do. But guys aren't calling and saying, or even t- sending me messages about the annoying things their spouses do. Uh-uh, that's interesting. So now this leads me to another question. Who's more annoying? 
men or women? <laughs> uh, I, you know, I got a sneaking suspicion. If I ask that question, we're going to lose. Yep. Why do you suppose we're so much more annoying? Well, we're wonderful. <laughs> I mean, we are protectionists, and uh, we 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 are providers, and you know, we're the hunter gatherers. Why would why would we be annoying? Women should love us, but I think if we, I'll throw it out there. We'll see who's more annoying, men or women. Eight seven four ninety three ninety. 800-529-5572 or go to GaryNolan.com uh, and if there's something your spouse does that you find annoying you know, vent a little we'll let you, we'll let you do that Jennifer Bukowski is going to be with us about uh, a little over half an hour from now uh, we'll find out about the uh, miserable uh, existence that uh, Donald Trump is surviving in uh, Mar-a-Lago uh, all right, I'm going to do this. This, this. I almost hate to do this, Brad. I think I'm going to. Um, I'm. It's going to be bad for our side of this. Uh, gen- unless you're a transgender, in which case you could take uh, both uh, credit and blame. Let me go to the phones here. We'll go with uh, Timothy. Timothy, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Who's more annoying, men or women? I think women, but uh, just to, it's all perspective. But I'm, I thought this was a season of peace and love. Uh, you're making it hard today for people. <laughs> but but uh, I, uh, I think the world would be a better place if women just learned to leave their men alone a lot of times. Just leave us alone. Well, we need we we probably need more quiet time than they do. They they can talk to their friends. We just don't do that. We we like quiet time. I get home from work. I, okay, this is mine. I get home from work. I'm tired. I'm sitting in my chair, and she gives me a list of things to do. It's like, oh my god, I just got home. Let leave me alone. You know, I'll do it later. But you know, what I'm saying, just give me time. That's what I need. Time, a little space, little me time. A little space. Yeah. You've been out working me. all day. You're raising uh, funds and. Yeah. And now it's time to relax for a few. A few minutes at least, but I understand women want things done. Men, we just kind of want to get things done, but we need a quiet time. And, and the best thing that a woman could do is just, shh, be quiet. All righty. So Thank tell you. your wife to... Yeah, you got to be careful how you phrase that. You, you get in trouble, Timothy. Thank you. Uh, Glennon, Glennon, welcome. Who's more annoying, men or women? Uh, I, I better take the fifth amendment on that one. Uh, <laughs> the one thing that is annoying that my significant other and a whole lot of others do is they have to end every sentence with the word right. Right? Right. Uh, and one other thing, since you're on the subject of uh, annoying conversations, our whole society has come up with the idea that they have to end every sentence by going like this. And even if they have a pause in the middle of the sentence, they have to go like this. And it's really annoying. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. All right. Right. Glad to thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, we're taking all these calls, Brian, all of them. Uh, let, me, uh, let me go next to uh, Paul and uh, find out. Paul, who's more annoying, men or women? Well, as 
somebody I've heard, uh, to use the expression somebody I know says, I think we're equal opportunity lawyers, actually. But, uh, um, but I do have um, something that annoys me in particular, and that is we have this thing about loading the dishwasher. And my wife loads the dishwasher in such a way uh, that shows uh, no reason or logic or mechanical aptitude <laughs> whatsoever. She, you know, you, you know the, the water sprays out to, to wash the dishes from the inside to the outside. She, for some reason, she insists on putting the bowls faced against the flow of water. And, and sometimes she, she, like, takes a stack of bowls and, like, nests them all together. Like, I'll go to unload the dishwasher, and there'll be three bowls nested together. And I'll show her. I'll say, hey, look, you got the inside of this one bowl clean and the back of this other, but all the other surfaces are dirty. And they and they go back in the dishwasher. And, you know, when she loads silverware, it's got the little rack on the side. Yeah. I, I, think, I think she's been watching... Uh, I think she's been watching Chiefs games and Patrick Mahomes, and she does like that <laughs> sidearm shovel pass. She just kind of like slings them in, and they get in there all crossways, and sometimes they're in, sometimes they're not. And uh, so, so yeah, that that's a, a constant unresolved annoyance that that's going on in my home. But but like I say, I think we are equal opportunity annoyers, um, which is a. Uh, an expression I hear frequently somewhere. Where do I hear that? I, I don't know. Some I'm not sure either. Yeah, some yeah. genius talk show host probably came up with that. <laughs> oh, oh okay. Brian, you okay? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Well, have a blessed Christmas. Bye. You too. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, you guys said you were surprised at a bunch of men saying what annoys them about their wives. Have you ever heard the term, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned? <laughs> well... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're getting into the woods here, or into the weeds here. Um, 874-9390, toll-free 800-529-5572. Uh, your spouse does something that annoys you, uh, go ahead, give us a call, and uh, we'll let you vent. In the meantime, know that Jennifer Bukowski is uh, right around the corner. She'll be on board uh, in about 30 minutes. And uh, Trump's Mar-a-Lago misery inside his sad life... Uh, also, uh, she wants to talk about uh, Republicans prosecuting Fauci. For exactly what? We'll find out. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is The Gary Nolan Show.